2: guys and welcome to episode 18 of Hashtag No Filter. I am recording today from Rice Village uh, right on Amherst Street next to Susie's Cakes. And if you're not on a diet, I recommend going and getting the birthday cake mm. from Susie Cakes. If you are on a diet, I still recommend that because everyone has cheat days as my guest is going to um, going to tell you about. Anyway, so today's guest, if you are familiar with the most dramatic show on television, you're definitely going to know him. His name's Luke Pell. He was on season 12 of The Bachelorette, um, it was JoJo Fletcher's season and then he was on Winter Games, and he's a very talented musician, and he is here today to talk about everything. He already promised me that no question is off limits and he will answer everything, so um, this might get rowdy. (laughs) Rowdy. (laughs) So welcome, Luke. (laughs) Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Are you super excited?
1: I am excited. Yeah. I love podcasts. Yeah. Everybody's starting podcasts these days. Mm-hmm. All my friends are. All my all my reality TV people are starting podcasts. My other country music artists are starting podcasts. Like,
2: So are you going to start a podcast? I'm like, man,
1: I feel like I'm missing out. But then also I feel like I'm behind the power curve. So like everybody, it's like cliche. Now, if I start a podcast, True. it's like I'm already behind. Everybody else already started one. they like, oh, he's going to start <laughs> one too. But I'm really going to listen to that. You but should. I, I, so I'm just kind of like being a like a, a, a frequent guest on a lot of other But you love
2: podcasts. it, you love it. You love being a it. I, like, I love
1: just talking. I grew up, my, my dad used to make me listen to Rush Limbaugh, you know, when I was growing up mm-hmm. as a kid. And, uh, you know, whatever. he's like the original podcast guy where you just get on there and just, like, rant about whatever's on your mind. It's fun. It's you know? fun. I and love it. His talking. was politics, but maybe ours is whatever. Reality TV or yeah, yeah. our dogs or, you yeah, know, fake boobs or,
2: Yeah, know, we, we can talk about fake boobs. Whatever, actually potty had training on to talk kids. About I don't know. Yeah, potty training I'll talk kids. about whatever. Do I don't have any
1: kids, but I can talk about how to potty train one. But how would you know how to potty train one? Because I know how to train dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I will like it's similar. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Guys, Luke is funny. Positive, F-Y-I. positive
1: affirmation. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, okay, so very exciting that you're here. So Luke is actually here for a show at Irish Cowboy tonight. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yep. It Irish is. Cowboy tonight. Um, but we're not we're not going there yet. We are first gonna start. We're gonna talk about Luke and his story. So just tell everyone. You can do a synopsis, whatever you want to do. How Luke? You guys might may or may not know. He was in the army for five years. He was in Afghanistan. He um, has done all sorts of things. So will you just kind of give your your timeline of the Luke story?
1: Yeah. No, I uh, I grew up in a little town called Burnett, Texas, right outside of Austin. Um, Did Friday Night Lights, played high school football, uh, worked on a horse ranch, had my family's ranch to work on every summer. Um, Just very kind of cliche country kid. And then uh, I ended up on a football scholarship to West Point in New York, because that's where I went to college. And so I think at that point in my life, when I was 17 and got that offer, I was kind of like, hey, this is my chance to be outside the box, do something different. Um, And so I did. I took the chance. I had no background in the military in my family, no sense of where I was going or ever. I never even traveled out of the state of Texas, really. And so, anyway, I ended up. In a military academy in upstate Jeez. New York, all in you know that first summer out of high school. So wow. that led to uh, you know my you know four years there in New York, and then I went into the army. You have a five year commitment as an army officer mm-hmm. afterwards, and I moved around several different places. Spent a year in Afghanistan. I uh, you know, had to learn how to fight a war at 22 years old and go through all these growing pains, uh, but great experiences. And I got to see the world. I met a lot of great people and learned a lot about myself and how to you know, deal with uh, you know, kind of trial by fire. And so uh, it was a great time in my life. Wow! Um, but so when you know, was
2: that? When were you? When were the five years up? Uh,
1: 2007 okay. is when I graduated. Uh-huh. 2012 is when I came off active duty uh, okay. as a captain in the Army. And I got to choose, hey, do you want to go back to the civilian world or stay and try to right. be a general or something, you know, uh, in 30 years. So I chose to go out of the military and come off active duty. And I got a, uh, a job for an oil company being an engineer in Oklahoma City and just up and moved straight mm-hmm. out of the Army. The money was great. The company was great. Um, and it seemed like the right thing to do, but mm-hmm. I wasn't completely fulfilled there. And yeah. uh, ended up going to work for a consulting firm over in College Station, Texas, a couple years later. Great company, small uh, company that did consulting for um, um, CEOs and, uh-huh. and, and, and Fortune 500 companies. And I really loved the people there, but I was just still like searching for what my kind of entrepreneur spirit Mm -hmm. was leading me to Mm -hmm. and uh, for me at the time it became music and uh, it all has been on the side my entire life but it never been in in the forefront and so Mm -hmm. um, finally moved back to Nashville and uh, yeah started just trying to build a career as a songwriter and didn't know what the outcome was what the money was going to be it was all different I felt very unsettled for a while, mm-hmm. um, but then things started falling into place, and uh, I never looked back. And,
2: and I yeah. think I read it somewhere. It might have been on your site. I'm not sure. But were you? Did someone actually send you your guitar to Afghanistan? Yeah. Like, you, you, like, missed it so much, or you just... Well, I, pl- it, I
1: actually asked somebody before I left, I was like, can you, when I get over there and get an address, figure out where I'm going to be, can you mail this to wow. me? Wow. So, um, did
2: that kind of help you there? Because I, can I can't even imagine what one, you know, yeah. what you were uh, exposed to in Afghanistan. Did that, like, help you kind of having the music there and having... Oh, it was having, great. Yeah.
1: Um, You know, because you work a lot of hours over there. You work at night a lot and those type of things. But, you know, we're a very remote location in yeah. the mountains of Afghanistan, so that was like my one thing that kind of was therapy for me. I could just have my guitar and chill out at you know, when I got back and had a little bit of off time. Right. So that kind of kept me grounded and kept giving me inspiration.
2: Wow. So once you um, decided to leave the corporate world for, for music, at what point, when did the bachelorette happen and what, what, how did that happen?
1: Yeah. So I was in Nashville uh, about to sign my first publishing deal um, and was just grinding away, finding ways to make it work. And, uh, I was um, just I had a couple of real estate projects going mm-hmm. a little bit oil and gas stuff going and I was just trying to like juggle a lot of uh, different projects at one time, and uh, I found out that a year earlier, before I'd moved back to Nashville, mm-hmm. um, this a friend of mine, Kim, who cut my hair in, in, uh, in College Station, Texas, oh, wow. she was always trying to like, set me up on blind dates, like, <laughs> like your hairstylist, whatever.
2: Right, stylists. right, of They're course, always of like, course. oh my God, gossip,
1: gossip, gossip, yeah, you yeah, should yeah, talk yeah. to who, she just broke up with whatever, <laughs> and uh, yeah. so that didn't work on a couple of blind dates, and then finally, you know, she kind of like halfway joked about, like, I'm just going to sign you up for the bachelor, you should do that. And she really actually did it. And then a year later, they like found the file, and then they called me and they said, "Hey, we're coming to Nashville. We like to sit down and visit with you." And I was like, "Sure, why not? Let's yeah, whatever. I'm down." So I went and talked to a couple of casting producers, casting directors, and uh, they did a little interview, and and then yeah, then they took me to LA. We did some more interviews, and then we were filming like a month later. So wow, so.
2: And then from there, and then we'll go back to the Bachelorette, how, how far after was Winter Games? Because Bachelorette, when did you film?
1: Yeah, so Bachelorette was uh, summer of 2016.
2: Okay, for, and Winter Games me. was just
1: last winter. And then Winter Games was, right. uh, we filmed in December of 2017.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so did so you like, did you know you wanted to go on another Bachelor show, or, or they approached well, you? And
1: Yeah, you know, they approach you every season after that uh, for a lot of the people. Once yeah. you've done one season, yeah, and then you're yeah, kind yeah. of in this pool of... alumni that has you know been established publicly as like a bachelor nation person right and they can kind of pull you back in for all their spinoff shows Mm -hmm. or for to be the bachelor or whatever
2: right right and
1: so that just kind of continues and so that's that's interesting as that just continues to evolve because every year you're never really out of that right right. you're either dating somebody in the outside world right or if you're not, or if you are, they'll still try to, like, pull you, cast right, you take right, come back something. in and do a spinoff show yeah. or something. So that's what happens so, on other games. So,
2: okay, so let's talk first. Okay, *Bachelor*. when you were on, I feel like you didn't have any conflicts in the house. Like, did you have enemies with um, the guys? I mean,
1: I had guys I didn't like and stuff. But, but no, like, you were never one not of them. Vis- I can't remember. Not visibly. Right. I was, like, the Cinderella's, like, story, like, the the yeah. guy that's, like, she really likes him. Yeah. But then there's, like, a front who was like, oh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a quarterback, you know, <laughs> that's but
2: I feel like Jordan,
1: you know, that um, my my brother played in the Oh, Jordan Super Rogers Bowl last year, right? And I love Jordan, he's great, but that that's how they they, you know, they set the of show up like that. And, but so uh,
2: I but I feel like if there were like Bachelor superlatives or Bachelor superlatives, you probably yeah. would have been like most likable. Like I don't remember you having any sort of like argument or anything right. any of the guys yeah. you were very like you were on good terms with them so right. okay so you go through it and you're you're runner up you were runner up right I should know
1: have no well that's how <laughs> I was set up but then I ended up like they did a to be continued episode like, right, where she right. didn't call my name and then I got sent home fourth Fourth, fourth,
2: right, like right, 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 right. So, okay, so, how, so in terms of like, yeah, were you, was your heart broken? Like, were you in love, and were you, were you? Well, I mean, it, it,
1: it was interesting for me, especially after being on a spinoff show, where, you know, the chemistry wasn't the same and everything. Right. Because the first, my first experience was, it just coincidentally, I was one of the people that did actually have a connection yeah, with her. Yeah,
2: like a true connection. And yeah,
1: we didn't have to realize that we wouldn't have to really think about the fact that we're on a TV show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we just like we would have liked each other on the street if we met. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, that made it a lot. You know, they made it simple for me um, going through it and how to kind of feel vulnerable and feel real because they were real feelings. So it was. I mean, you fully. Yeah. So we got that. I mean, of course, it's an expedited process. Yeah. And like, it's not like. You text each other for a couple weeks, and then mm-hmm. you see each other out in a group, and you have the same friends, and then six months later, then you actually start dating, and you know, it's like a very condensed um, timeline, right. but um, the feelings were right. real as real as anybody. So. so
2: was your, were you, so you had a breakup, and you were, like, heartbroken? I mean, did you... From the like, show?
1: Yeah. You, um, you know, it's it's funny how it's so condensed that the feelings you have, like, you you do have this emotional roller coaster that... Is way more volatile than than that same time period would be in real life, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because the whole show is filmed in eight weeks, right? from, I mean, from right? Enga- you know, from meeting someone to right. being engaged to them, and so I mean, and, and you're not even seeing them right. for eight weeks straight. Like, there's 25 other people that are involved. You're only seeing them every three or four days, right. maybe every two days at best, and maybe you had a date. With them, and you were with them for a couple hours, and then you went to Mm -hmm. separate hotel rooms. Right. So it's a very limited time to actually really get to know somebody. Right, exactly. But, um, But yeah. Considering that, all things considered, yeah, the feelings were completely real. And you're like, yeah. man, I thought this was going to work out. Especially, I think a lot of people ask me, like, oh, is it real? Is it not real? I'm like, well, there's a transition. At the beginning, you're just all in this big like, yeah. circus animal and everybody kind of gets that. Right, right. Um, but at the point at which you bring them home and introduce them to your parents, right. you know, then you're like, oh, wow. Okay. This and, is In actually... like a couple of weeks, like one of a, me and me or three other guys yeah. are going to end up with this person cameras are going to go away and we're going to be talking about like who's going to whose parents for Thanksgiving yeah. or Christmas or yeah. whatever so um so that's that's where that really did.
2: but I imagine happened. like because breakups in general are never easy sure. I mean we've all been there so that coupled with being in kind of the limelight right then and like kind, yeah. I mean that was it how did you how did you manage it and get through it um,
1: or was you know, it, it pretty was, quick? It was stressful. It's quick. Uh, I think that's probably one of the good things about that show is that the breakups happen and they're pretty clean. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, thanks. Yeah. I'm just gonna walk you out to the limo now, okay. <laughs> and then I'll never see you again. Uh, whereas in real life, you know, it's until like this,
2: women tell all, it's this mental.
1: back and forth thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But who gets the dog? Like, can I? You know, like <laughs> all that stuff in real life. Whereas down there, it's like, bye, and bye, you don't and talk to him again. Right. Yeah. Whatever. So,
2: so it wasn't. It wasn't so hard. I mean, it wasn't like your typical breakup. It, obviously,
1: right? Like, it's a, it's more emotional. Than than you would think in that short of a time, but you get over it quicker too. Right. Because you never really knew them. You don't have their number to just like text them and be like, Hey, are you? Are you? Do even have you, each
2: other's numbers? Are
1: you up? Like um, you don't.
2: Oh, I guess none of you are on your phones during. Yeah, it. you
1: don't have phones. You don't right, have internet. You don't right. have TV. You don't have anything.
2: So, be honest. You have to yeah. be honest because this is no filter. Yeah, no filter. Did problem. you? <laughs> did you go on the show as? what Chris Harrison would say for the right reasons or were you on there to further your music career? Because if it was me, I would have gone on to like further my my brand. Well,
1: you know, like (laughs) everyone that goes on the show now, they realize like and Caitlyn Bristow did a TED talk on that, it's like
2: I think I actually I think I saw
1: that you one. they realize, look, if you go on the show and and you're popular on the show and you do well, you go on multiple shows, look, what if 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 you sell car insurance from a cubicle or if you're a model or a country music right. singer or whatever you are, it's going to elevate what you do and, and the exposure that you have to the rest of the world. Right, right. Okay, and so, I mean, people would be silly not to, you know, realize that they have a platform, accept that, own agree. it, yeah. and do something positive with it. Have You know, start a charity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, have have some type of positive message. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're going to do, t- take it and be frugal or, uh, you know, be smart and take advantage of it. But right. at the same time, you should still be vulnerable as a person, and 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 know what you're getting into, yes. and say, "Look, I'm in this for a relationship, regardless of what happens after that. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what my career is or isn't coming into it. If you can really find that true, your true self, and, and be that person in a relationship, mm-hmm. then that's all you can. Ask, that's all yeah. the audience yeah. should be able to ask for. for sure. But the funny thing is that I've learned is that the audience and like even the creator of the show, like, they're really. Um, on thin ice about that whole right reasons thing. So if you yeah. if you are say an actor or somebody that's mm-hmm. in the entertainment business where your your clientele or your your audience is your business, mm-hmm. then it then immediately they want to raise a red flag and say, well, logically you must be there because you just want more fans, right. more fans or whatever. But well, I'm like, I'm like, is that's like discriminating against somebody like me? Is like, well. Regardless of what fans I do have or don't have, um, because honestly, they're not even that great. They're fans of the show. They're not fans of my music, so it's a different crowd, Um, but I can still have whatever career I'm having, if I'm an astronaut, a country music singer, Mm -hmm. or I sell software... I can go on that show and mm-hmm. just be truly myself
2: yeah you know? and yeah. of
1: course there are people that come on there and they're not authentic and all that right
2: right, um, right, right because
1: right. that's all they're thinking about but if you have the right intentions then you should be able to do whatever your career is and not be discriminated right. for it so
2: because well you were already doing music before the, i mean you were doing yeah. music before but it obviously i mean you can't it it it, it oh, right. escalated right uh, so then after right
1: when people in Sacramento had never heard of me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, after the show, I can go to Sacramento, I can go to Charleston, or I can go to New York, and people knew my name.
2: Right, right.
1: And and then you're, you know, obviously that's part of the, the, the residual business effect of it, and that's great and everything, but that's not why you go on the show or right. why you're being honest with yourself about your feelings on the show right. and it shouldn't be but, right
2: yeah. but i also think like a small part like if i was gonna go on the show like a small part of me is like well, this could further my brand like i absolutely oh, absolutely i, I, would absolutely I think it.
1: everybody should understand <laughs> if you don't understand that like yeah I, I would give props to a person who would come on the show and be like you know what i'm gonna go ahead and prove a point mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna ever open my instagram back up I'm gonna keep it complete. Yeah, I'm gonna stay off yeah. the social media. I'm like yeah. go on the show, and then nobody can ever argue with me about <laughs> right. like why I was on there. If I was on there to be more famous, but
2: I also think like it's all TV shows are all about ratings and getting the most viewers. Oh, so they're gonna make you look like an not you, but like they're gonna make someone Somebody. look like you're on the wrong re- for the wrong reason. Exactly. But anyway, you, you
1: need and the TV. you need the controversy. Right. You need the
2: so yeah. okay. So speaking of controversy, actually, we, right. we're 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 in winter games. So we yeah. go to winter games, and uh, you got some. Bad press about some stuff recently with yeah with, i can't remember in like 10
1: seconds stassi yeah 10 seconds
2: yeah what happened there so why don't you just set the record straight
1: um yeah so obviously it's a pilot show for all of us back on there mm-hmm. they bring it we decided to bring in international people so mm-hmm. we're like oh let's see how this goes yeah. in the bachelor world so you know we go on there and we we only filmed this whole show We're filming for like eight, maybe 10 days total. Oh, it's that short? Exactly. (laughs) 10 days total, maybe at the most. Okay, because there's about three days in a hotel or four days before, then there's about three days in a hotel after filming. So then we were gone for like two weeks and then filmed for about 10 days. So, um, anyway, so that's that. A lot of people don't understand that one. Then, two, um, you go through it and, uh, you know, some relationships are going to kind of work in that short period of time like there's gonna be a spark maybe for somebody um at best and other ones won't right and they all have their different timelines of not working out and realizing be like okay i was interested in you as a person but like we're not gonna end up together right you know so it's all different when does that happen (laughs) so um so for some people it was like oh i'm gonna get engaged on bachelor winter games tell all or whatever right you know to this a guy from oh, Mon- a guy from montreal gets yeah. engaged to a girl from sacramento Yeah,
2: what was, I mean, geez, you know and days. they were both
1: off the show in like two days or whatever right but right then, that, then they have their chance to have a neil lane you know eighty thousand dollar ring and get engaged <laughs> on tv and right. then and I mean, then want to call people out for the right reasons and project that back on other people like on the like, show and that's yeah. cool, whatever if clear. that's
2: your thing but
1: if that's your thing um but anyway, so that's one way to do it. You yeah. can just tell the whole world that I'm actually going to get engaged to this person, and and then, are they still together? No, they were. They were maybe five weeks after the show. Oh, I don't. Filming. I didn't remember them. But they oh, then they called not- off their engagement. Okay. Not even six weeks after <laughs> they called off their engagement, and then so did the people that were the gold medal winners of it.
2: Oh um, Ashley and uh, Ashley, well, she's Ke- Ashley and Kevin. Are you still so happy lo- for her and Jared? I love,
1: I love Ashley and Kevin as people. They did the show too. They were together at the the show. Cute. That they was ran sweet. with yeah. it, and that's great. And they had some interest in each other and all. And i and I was cool with that. Um, but now Ashley's engaged back to Jared. So, that's so exciting. Is, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Been, this has been going for like three years back and forth. Are we gonna be together? or Not be together? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So like that's a full circle moment for them. The rest of the Bachelor Nation, honestly, everybody's like happy to see that. that. Right like real and they figured that out yeah. between all the shows and distractions. So that's great. Um but you know I think Kevin is he's probably gonna be back on another spin off yeah, show. Yeah probably yeah. And but I love Kevin. He's like one of my good friends now and uh firefighter in Toronto and he was anyone Canadian, Canadian Bachelorette and all that stuff. Oh, so,
2: oh, oh okay. Is so anyone Canadian together?
1: Bachelorette. Oh he did? And then they broke up So he was engaged to the Canadian Bachelor. Got it. They broke up. Then they casted him for Bachelor Winter Games. Then he ended up with Ashley at the end of that. And then now I believe, you know, if I'm guessing, uh, he'll probably end up with somebody at the end of Bachelor in Paradise. Right.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, I guess you're not. That's being fit. Like you're not on that that right now. No. That's definitely not there right now. That's like
1: about to come out this summer. Right. That's what I thought. That's kind of what I'm feeling like. I don't know. So
2: are that's that's what you're feeling. You don't know anything though. I just feel like
1: Kevin. Yeah. But so
2: is anyone from Bachelor Winter Games still together?
1: Uh. The Australian and the New Zealander.
2: Okay, I don't remember them That's exactly. That's Lily,
1: her name is Lily. Oh, I do
2: remember them.
1: And she was from New Zealand. And they
2: were traveling in like an RV or something yeah. for a while. Yeah, and they were yeah. great.
1: Cute couple. They're still together. Right. Spending, I think they're mostly in LA now. Um, he's also like... TV, film, producer himself. Okay, cool. And some stuff. So, anyway, that that are the only ones oh, out nice. of, like, four couples that ended right. together, five. They're the only ones that are still together. So,
2: so, your situation, was it simply, like, the feelings weren't really there and it, you ended it? Like, why was there yeah, such no, a thing m- about you?
1: My situation was, and it got elevated because it's a TV show, right, mm-hmm. and you're, like, riding in a horse carriage through the <laughs> snow. And, people and how are could like, you not fall in love? They're like, oh, my gosh, it's so, it's <laughs> Cinderella and a snow globe of a thing. And, like I said, it's ten days we have two dinners together i did you know have a genuine put myself out there we had this genuine connection about some you know just some backstory of our life and stuff right right, uh, it was there you know, but then it's like two dinners in and you're kind of like, okay, well, how about the third or fourth dinner? Am I going to fly to Stockholm, Sweden to have that third dinner? That's true. That's or are you going to fly fun. back to Nashville halfway around the world and then like let's hash it out and keep going to the fourth and fifth date?
2: Right. You know, right.
1: or are you like, hey, you know, this was great. I hope that I gave you... This, this great experience of your first time in the United States. You came in, in a weird way to be on a TV show. You introduced to me some random American guy that you've never met right. in your life. Yeah. I hope that I was able to treat you like a gentleman. And, you know, the fact that our lives are very different. We did have a connection, but not enough to, like, pursue this in the right. outside world. So, like... And, like, go.
2: mutually... Yeah, underst- let's just
1: go our separate ways. And right. we had that talk, but it wasn't on camera.
2: Ah. So then,
1: once it's not on camera, then that's free game to do whatever but they just you wanted to, produce like... Produce that however you want like, to produce that. Just,
2: like, do all... All the press was negative about you. They just want to, like, rip you up. Like, yeah, and I
1: didn't know why. or I didn't know that that was even coming. Didn't expect that. Um, but that's that's, you know, because this quote-unquote term ghosting is like a,
2: yeah, they did a, you it's ghosting. like a
1: it's a big like pop culture term yeah. these days it's like yeah. oh ghosting ghosting so they just like they found an opportunity that yeah, they could be pulled yeah. on me and the fact that it's more boring for me to just have like a mutual agreement with her at the end of filming and be like, hey, yeah, so things aren't working out yeah. and I'm not going to fly to Stockholm. You're not no, going to come just natural. not it's realistic. Just, it's okay. <laughs> so, but that would be way more boring than be like, uh, oh, course. well, he, the, the guy that everybody thought was this awesome yeah, guy, he yeah. just ghosted this girl from Sweden and she's such a sweetheart. Did he really not take her number though? You should have like asked for her number. No, I, there was a group text for the whole cast and I,
2: oh, so for the whole number. cast
1: member after and I put her number into the... The rest of the group text for her because she wasn't even in the group text, yeah. and I said I said I'll add you into the group text so everybody can like chat with you. Right. Or whatever. and they and we we're like, yeah. of course you like a DM and a number is basically the same difference when right. you're when you're international. It doesn't really matter. You're on WhatsApp. You're not like you're <laughs> not like calling them and being like, hey, let me, you know, let's I'll, I'll meet you down at Go the to Starbucks down. tomorrow morning. It's like you're in another country. <laughs> right, like this is so it's right. like a little bit awkward. But yeah, I checked on her when she got home, make sure she made yeah. it all right. We were like texting each other like Happy New Year like hope, you're, mm. hope things are doing great for you right, like that so. kind of stuff and then because of, they took advantage of her language barrier and whatever and being like uh, oh I didn't see him again you know and yeah. her, not be, her being maybe a little bit limited in, in her way of expressing herself and then they were like oh well hmm okay well like, it sounds like, like maybe that guy ghosted her and I was like wow yeah. oh. and so this guy ran with
2: even though it's funny it's because you were going to be the bachelor I thought you were going to be the bachelor <laughs> did you too? yeah every, did you want to every, be? everybody
1: thought I was going to be were you like excited about that? the producers thought I was going to be
2: I swear I even Feel like there was like some poll, and it was like ninety eight percent Luke and like two percent Nick. Was Nick Nick was the one with it, right? So are you? Were you? I guess you're not bummed anymore. Were you bummed about it at the time?
1: Like I was just bummed because I was led to believe something in the real world that wasn't on TV. So I was like, well, right? Okay, on TV you get the rug pulled out from underneath you at any time. That's just the way TV is. Right. It's it's supposed to be that way. I was like, in the real world, like. Let's have some like gentlemen agreements, like come to terms. Saying, let me right. plan, plan my life for a little bit. Oh, like like, you
2: really thought you were gonna be it?
1: I had a yeah. They purchased a plane ticket for me to fly out. Sent me the confirmation. I was checked in to the flight to go out and film the live show. Then on a Monday evening in LA we had meetings the next morning it was Sunday night at like 11 p.m. when I got a phone call and I already really? had like my literally like my bags were in my car I was like going to the airport at 9 a.m. the next morning oh to God. go to LA and they were like "Ah, oh, anyway we had some changes over the weekend ABC called and you're not, not gonna be it damn so we and look like, at like,
2: Nikki's not even so I was just like right wow glad that
1: <laughs> thanks for like just like the next three months of my life were just um on hold oh, so you were probably this. like yeah i cleared my yeah, calendar yeah. like told like my family i got everything all my business like work stuff arranged that somebody was taking care of it did all this oh stuff. my
2: gosh so i was just
1: annoyed from that standpoint not the fact that right oh, more annoying i wasn't the right now. guy maybe they had a better tv show or better ratings that they thought was somebody else whatever i can understand that but just tell me that like don't like shit yeah, yeah i didn't realize I like, that i was like that was the rough part for me but they, but they
2: probably want to anyway. make he's
1: like the villain or whatever yeah like, i guess so and it
2: right you know it, whatever it didn't that's, work out for that's, that's yet,
1: their choice and they have to create great tv and however they do that is their prerogative I don't know that world but um anyway it was just kind of like rough on me personally
2: oh but anyway but then you, you got through it obviously yeah we bounced it,
1: back and you just it, so are you
2: going to be on another bachelor show tell us
1: uh you know it's one of those things you can't say yes or no we continue to talk you know every season there's mm-hmm. another show that comes yeah. up. now they just <laughs> i just saw the premiere of this show that um Where Jesse Palmer is the host. This is also a Bachelor spinoff. I don't know if you saw it. The proposal?
2: Yeah. It is the worst show I've ever seen. So now
1: you're like in a pageant phase. Yes,
2: not pageant format. Don't do it, Luke. Don't. No, I'm
1: not saying that I would do that, but I'm just (laughs) saying, like, they keep adding more and more like oh. different, different types of spin-offs. The proposal is one of them. Winter games is one of them. Oh,
2: oh I see, okay, yeah.
1: And so you're always in that loop of saying, uh oh, so you you'll, well, are you single now? Right. Like are you available? Like oh, would good you like segue. to cut
2: segue. Are you single?
1: Uh yes, right now I'm single.
2: But are you actually or are you just saying it?
1: Yeah, no, I was <laughs> If I wasn't lot, actually and I said I was, yeah, I, I would be by the end of the day. Wait, so you are that.
2: single, so because a lot of people want to know that. So what um what are you looking for? What's your like what's your type?
1: I just I, you know, I I'm really turned on by somebody who's like independent and very goal-oriented and like very um, self-motivated with mm-hmm. their own life and their own goals right. and like if I can if I can come alongside you and 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 do life with you and like cheer you on and like that and be inspired also by you and like right. be like oh my god like you're like killing it at yeah. life you know yeah. and I'm inspired by that every day I want to like I want that to rub off on me a little bit like that's the kind of thing that I really I really love and then you know I mean Obviously, I've learned also that there's like the not you know the intangibles of like physical chemistry and those things. Sometimes somebody can be beautiful, you can be attracted to to each other, but there's like physical chemistry is just not exactly right or something. Right, right. And those things you don't expect, you don't know, and but you're like, well. It, it's either right or it's not you know yeah. you just have to kind of feel it so i'm i'm uh i'm finding my way through it um, you
2: don't have like a set type really then it's like not like you're like a uh, blonde no. hair blue eyes. like you're not
1: i don't know my, my mom <laughs> my mom would probably tell say otherwise i'll say like, hi to your mom whatever. maybe she's listening
2: maybe hey mom listen. hey Suze. hey Sue's.
1: this is called a podcast <laughs> it doesn't have to do with anything with like green beans or peas or anything like that like it's just where people talk online. Oh, she's not and you super tech savvy. And you log in. Suze
2: will get no, you there. No, we'll she, get you. She's learned,
1: but I will tell you though, what Suze is learning. She's learning how to stalk on Instagram. Oh, does she So she if I mention to... somebody's name, then I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, I was talking to her. I'm kind of interested in oh, her. Oh, she's like, all over that. We had, we had dinner with whoever. She'll hit him up on Instagram and just stalk back. I'm like, mom. I love
2: her. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so how has dating been since the show? I imagine it was very different pre-Bachelorette. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, our girl just like Like, 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 just waiting. Yeah, because you're kind of like a
1: cartoon character after the show, you know, like... (laughs) You can, you can, you can be, you know, a douchebag in actual real life, but people will still want to give you attention Still, like you because you're on TV or whatever. So you have to, you know, honestly, I'm glad that I did this like when I was 30 because I was more mature and able to have like a little bit more kind of self-centered, like not self-centered, but I was more grounded, I guess. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And mature
1: about it. Yeah. And if I had done this when I was like 25 or something, I think that. It would have it would have been a lot worse for like my ego and just trying to deal with that.
2: Oh, so you did it at the how old are you? Th- I'm thirty three now. You're thirty
1: three. Yeah. So uh, I did oh, it when I was thirty one. Yeah, I'm old now. I'm old.
2: I mean no, I'm thirty two. I just I didn't I didn't realize. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Getting, i mean I'm not I'm not Ari I'm not Ari old, but you know like, I'm, I'm I'm he's getting a lot of
2: greys. He's a lot of gray hair. I mean he's I I like, get my like, colors. He's, but he's, he's like, like Richard like,
1: Gere of Bachelor <laughs> World. Like that Ari is but love him. We love him, He's like full gray fox. No, he's great. Um, so, he's great so,
2: okay, so dating now, like, when you meet someone, are you... Because I imagine when you, yeah. you have a lot of... You're on tour right now, right? You're yeah. doing, like, a tour. Yeah. Okay, so tonight, like, are you going to have girls like that, like, at... Where are we? Irish Cowboy. Um, are you going to have girls, like, up no. in your face I'm and like, then... I'm,
1: like, old news. Like the, Oh, they don't I mean, even care. No, they'll probably be, like, somebody's somebody's mom will be there, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I watched on the show. Like, somebody's grandma, you know, so whatever. Um, no, it's... I think that I did go through a learning curve after the show being like, Okay, look, be very deliberate about who you date because now you're this T V cartoon character also and who you were before is still there. So right. find that and find somebody who just believes in who you really are and not just this T V character.
2: Right. So okay. that that was a
1: little bit difficult for me at first. I was I would imagine you know, I you know, I first actually the first girl I actually dated after the show was a girl who was supposed to be on my season or whatever. Ah. Then it got switched out. And she'd already like got the whole introduction thing. Like, got me a gift for the first night, oh. like whatever. And she was. was like, it cheesy or was it a cute gift?
2: Like, was I mean, it like, <laughs> it was like, was pretty, it like a it fucking pretty. chicken costume
1: or like? Well, it was. No, it was better than a chicken costume. It was actually. <laughs> it was actually a jackalope. Like a, what? No, a jackalope, you know what those are? Like the, the the rabbit that has the deer horns. I don't know what that is, but I'm I'm yeah. I'm you excited Do to... you guys know? <laughs> it's a rat, so it's a it's like this mythical creature that's okay, like okay. very like country redneck kind of thing. Okay, it's, okay, it's like a jackrabbit. That has deer horns. Okay. And like, it's Aww. a mythical creature. So I forget the story or whatever about it, but she like engraved my name on it and all that stuff. <laughs> I was like, whatever. So did you end up taking it? But anyway, her out? she was like, hey, so like, me and my mom are driving through Nashville. I was supposed to be on the show and meet you. And it's like, so could we just come meet you anyway? I was like, yeah, sure, I'm down. <laughs> so like, we met, and like, she was, she was a cute girl, and her mom's sweet, and like, you know, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe this is supposed to happen this way. I don't know. Yeah. Um, then a couple months later, we see each other in Florida for, like, a charity event, yada, yada, yada. So, then anyway, we started dating. We dated right. for about three months. Through the oh. Winter. But it turned out, like, I didn't go through the process of trying to figure out, like, what kind of person she was before okay. we started dating. And she was, like, a very vindictive type of person. So, like, when we broke up... She ended up like doing this like YouTube like video, oh, and, like, okay. You know, had emojis on popsicle sticks and stuff, and was like, "I'm just gonna give advice column for all those girls out there. I'm not gonna name any names, but like, if you, I want to protect you from like bad guys like Luke tell <laughs> <but>, you know, <laughs> she or whatever." I was crazy. like, "Damn, okay. like, okay, let's just, you know, so no is reservations." That, is yet. that all?
2: That's the only person you've dated, like?
1: No, that after? was like the first person. Oh, that's first dated. person. Yeah, actor. that was 2016. Okay. The oh. Like the winter of 2016. Got it, uh, got it. Into like January of 2017, and that was that. And then have you Um, dated
2: anyone since?
1: I did. And so then I I learned from that lesson. um, Was going to go on Bachelor in Paradise uh, last year, last Uh season. Um, Was set to do that, and I met somebody um, out in L.A. Right. And, uh... She was completely different than that. She was, like, way more uh, just very collected Mm -hmm. and not overly dramatic and kind of knew what she wanted in life and all these things. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm super attracted. We had a, uh, a background that was very similar. Ah, okay. And we were, like, on the same wavelength. And right? so we started dating. I turned down I, – I bailed out of the show. I didn't take the show.
2: Because of her? But
1: yeah, because of her. Oh. Like, I mean, it was, like, a month after we had met. And I was like, I'm not doing the show. We started – we dated um, for, like, s- six months of 2017 through okay. the summer and everything. It was, like, long distance and stuff. So it was back and forth. But um, anyway – we did break up in the fall of last year. Um, a couple months after we broke up, they called about Winter Games.
2: Ah, I Then see. I went
1: on Winter Games. Then I was, like, in this, like, this, this just spiral of, like, okay, what am I doing with my life? I can't. I'm not... I, I can't, like, have anything with this girl from Stockholm, Sweden. Right. Like, this is ridiculous. Right. So, like, let me... And then I called my ex, and then, like, we're... Oh. Then we were back together. For, oh. Like, we tried to go to round two for, like, four or five months. How did round two work? It was, you know, like, a lot of round twos work. Right. Four or five <laughs> months. Work. And then they're like, well, yeah, I guess <laughs> but, we're back to where we were, square one. But was, ra- was this guy.
2: ex the one that you were with... The one that you just spoke about? After no, the one oh, after the show. That was just a
1: that was a three month thing gotta, way gotta, gotta, back, okay. 20, like twenty sixteen, and this was like six months.
2: So when did you that. guys break up?
1: Uh, officially, like, uh, let's see, like, May, like six, eight weeks. ago. Oh, so
2: you're like very new on the market. Like, yeah. So yeah. you're. So are you on yeah. like Tinder and Bumble and all that shit or like? Uh, what I'm is on. Your... I'm on
1: Bumble BFF. You know. <laughs> Bumble BFF. <laughs>
2: Bumble BM okay, okay, so yeah. are you like on Bumble right now, like in Houston, I mean not right yeah, now, but yeah, like in Houston, was, like are you trying to like, yeah.
1: like. I was swiping ahead of time, I always swipe ahead of time before <laughs> I get to the city, you know, and it's like right. preemptively, like hey, I'm coming into Houston, 713, I'm gonna swipe some people. I don't really do that, I don't really do that, I'm not on Bumble, I'm not on Ray yet. Oh, you're not, actually
2: not on I'm any not of I'm not on it?
1: Tinder, no, I'm not.
2: I'm oh, not oh, yet. so how do you meet girls? Starbucks.
1: I mean, how are you Well, there's to a Starbucks right yeah, here. I'm going to go next door and meet some people here after this. <laughs> See, it goes.
2: Is that really how that like just randomly like you're not like you're not on the prowl. You're just like yeah, if No, I
1: the, I hate the prowl. I I like to just live my life and Right, right. if somebody keeps popping up in your life and, you know, it seems like it's there, that you can't then, deny it. they you're right. like, Wow, I think there's something there, you know? Got it. Kind of take it from there.
2: So like I have any of your fan your fans or whatever <laughs> at I don't I don't know why I put quotes around that. Is That's that great. offensive? Yeah, quote unquote <laughs> fans. <laughs> Did that offend you? Are you never going to come back to hashtag no filter? I'm
1: hard. I'm hard to offend.
2: So are any of your, 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 uh, yeah, your fans at like Mm -hmm. Irish cowboy night, do you typically have girls that are like, Luke, Luke, like take me home?
1: (laughs) Take me home. (laughs) Yeah. There's always people that want to go home with anybody, you know? Um,
2: and, and, and my, depending on the the vibe, you might do that.
1: I I, know. I hate that. Honestly. (laughs) I don't like that at all. I do not like that. Um, yeah, but you know, leave that to like this if one of my guitar players is single or something, you know, they can party they party after the show. Yeah, yeah. I just like this is that, that's work for me though honestly. Like I don't I try I don't like the mix like work. And,
2: right, 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 right.
1: Social really. I mean some people maybe like the Rolling Stones did in the 70s, you know, like they're like, "Oh, let's Let's like blackout and like just party and right. Like but if you're shows.
2: performing and you're doing your but thing, like, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not like Keith Richards. Like I'm just, I'm just a guy. Like I come in, play <laughs> my shows. Like I'm trying to, you know, you know, do something that I love and and have a you know good reputation, be a great guy, play, right? Play country music and and go home, you know, and yeah.
2: Right. So speaking of you, so you remind me of it. I know I read this in your thing, something like you're. Are you? Are, are you like a country rock artist like oh. would you say because you're not are you just because i listen to a couple of your songs i need to my research <laughs> but are you, no i had listened to them before
1: I yeah. swear, i swear but i had swear you, <laughs> yeah
2: but are you're kind of like a like a um like a garth brooks meets luke bryan yeah i
1: think or, i mean ish? we um we have a high energy show like yeah you know because we play a like lot should of,
2: we come tonight to the
1: show i mean if you'd like to have fun I, I mean, I I, mean, I, like I, I would probably like want to, yeah, I'd probably come down there. <laughs> uh, no, we, yeah, we have a high-energy show. Um, and, like, you know, Garth Brooks is one of my guys that, like, from the time I was a little kid, he was very really inspirational to me. Yeah. He was a country well, he's artist. Ba- I mean, he's, but he was, like, flying on cables and, like, even, he that? was, like, doing this rock star thing as a country artist. And I thought that was cool, you know. Um, and so did a lot of millions of his fans. Uh, really, yeah, really yeah. connected with it. It was something different, but... Um, no, I don't. I don't have a, a dedicated cable part of my show or That's anything where I like float That's around. Too bad. Yeah, I think Pink is the only one doing that right now. <laughs> Pink's out there flipping around. Irish with Cowboy
2: doesn't have those. Yeah, things.
1: the Irish Cowboy. We weren't able to get a cable rig together <laughs> for that. But uh, no, I think that uh, yeah, it's. It's it's funny. That's why I love this the music thing for me is. It's like it's a vulnerable place to be because it's an evolution of who you are. Like you really like put yourself into your music, into your show. You find the most authentic piece of you, Mm -hmm. and that's what fans end up relating to and that's what they like is like what are you authentic about like what what are you real and raw about in your life and that and I think that's just you kind of ride that out and see what you will become because you don't even really know there's like some mystery in it for you like Mm -hmm, I don't know what I'm gonna be next year what song I'm gonna write you know next week or how things are going to pan out you know you right. just kind of keep working in this progression toward whatever that is whatever your goal is of just finding yourself and being true to yourself and connecting with your fans and and uh, yeah see where that goes and
2: I feel like you've been you've like try, you've been authentic since like since the, the show like since yeah. you were on TV like and as you mentioned it earlier but Caitlyn Bristow like when I see her stuff like she is so authentic like she Absolutely. is so, she's had those TED Talks and she's yeah huge like, respect for them yeah, yeah. I just like I, that's because a lot of people aren't so it's mm-hmm. like it's it's rare when you find that but yeah. okay so now before we wrap up even though i i just want you to be here you know just like yeah, talk to the microphone going. forever yeah. but i have some so i don't know if it's like rapid fire or quick fire or what the hell it's called but it's like whatever comes to your mind yeah. first you gotta answer like gut it. instinct those are like, like my
1: favorite i love
2: this oh good well you have a lot coming your way mm-hmm. okay so we're gonna start easy and then we'll, we'll get right. into the hard stuff okay ocean or mountains
1: mountains no ocean sorry
2: well that wasn't a gut instinct i mean you just no it really was
1: no like I, (laughs) i had two different inspirations for that mountains are prettier than the ocean is but i feel more at home Okay. On a beach.
2: Okay, so I was gonna ask you next, lake or ocean? I guess
1: ocean. Yeah, ocean. I love a beach. Like yeah. it's funny. Like the, I've gotten very like sensory motivated in the last several years, where mm-hmm. like I just I want to feel and be in a in my, this happy place. I'm mm-hmm. always wanting to be there because mm-hmm. I've like, I've dealt with anxiety and stuff like that. Wait, can we talk like, about that for
2: a second? Sure. Have you? Are you? Are I'm I'm like I I'm very open about my anxiety on my yeah. Instagram and my. So are you? Do you, do you have oh, anxiety absolutely. still? Yeah. Are you on medicine?
1: No, I'm not. Oh, I is, am. But I recommend Well, it. I mean I've been on <laughs> you know, I've done the Xanax thing and stuff. I'm and,
2: on Zoloft.
1: Is that similar? I've never been No, on Zoloft. Xanax
2: you take like in the moment, like when you're like mm-hmm. anxious, like if Zoloft's if you're anxious, like right. more Zoloft, Zoloft I take every day. But I, I yeah, I mean I periodic. suffered from anxiety and I, yeah. I was resistant to it. So you've you've dealt with like anxiety like yeah, heart palpitations sure. like
1: Yeah, well because um for me it was funny, it was ironic, but um so I was in the military all those years, went to Afghanistan, mm-hmm. yada, 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 through all these things. Right. And it didn't really shake me. I was fine emotionally and all all these things. And then um, after I was done, I had almost six months left in my uh, military commitment, mm-hmm. just very standard job, back training back in El Paso, Texas. And I had my wisdom teeth out, went to my buddy's wedding in Florida, came home, and like a week later, um, I like passed out and out of I'm like 26 years old best shape of my from life from the wisdom teeth I didn't know I just passed out so I went to the ER and they like rushed me into like the cardiologist and like they're like yeah your heart you're in heart failure right now and, uh, so how like, old were you? I was 26. And, and so like they sent a scope up through my groin into my heart, They're like, oh, there's no blockage, but it looks like you've had like a, a like, caught a rare viral infection or whatever. Oh your my heart's gosh. Like, swollen, your lungs are like filling up, you're suffocating on your own fluid and your lungs and all that stuff. And so they're like, I don't know if you're going to make it through the night. And uh, call your parents, call your family, who are wait, you? Wait, wait, you thought
2: like you were, you could have died? Yeah,
1: I was in an ICU. I was at 26 years old in a VA hospital in El Paso, Texas, and uh, oh I. Oh my god! And so they're like, yeah, I don't think you're probably not gonna make it. We'll flip a coin. Like that's like the we don't know. It's 50 50 if you'll make it or not, because um, there's nothing we can, no surgery we can do, no. Oh my god! And it's just like we have to wait this out, see if your body will fight it off. So anyway, so uh, I made it. Through the night, um, and then, wow. but then I had this like this long year-long process of actual um, physical therapy for that. And then your mm-hmm. heart has like three different factors of like electrical timing, um, oh and like gosh. all those different you know the pipeline or whatever the difference. wait did you end up
2: having a surgery or what
1: no there was no surgery because it was just like a virus and like my heart was just swollen and then the virus passed my body fought it off and it goes back to normal but slowly because it's such an intricate organ you know
2: oh my gosh Um,
1: so anyway so i could spend like a year just of actual physical rehab for that um, and then started, you know, got off medication mm-hmm. and stuff from that point forward. And they were like, hey, you know, everything, the, the function is back to 100%. You might have like a little tick in your EKG that's not exactly what right. we consider standard. But everything, for the most part, looks fine. Go on with your life, whatever. Oh, my god. So then I start going forward. But now I've got this PTSD from that experience um, because yeah. because it's like this uh, a dog chasing its tail mm-hmm. of like... This heart palpitation thing, you're like, Oh, am I having a reoccurring issue, or what's happening? and it's just like anxiety or stress but now you're like very sensitive to it and you go into these panic attacks because mm-hmm. you're like oh maybe this is coming back and getting me again even though it you know, just it's like one in a million chance that you had it in the first place and right. it's really anxiety but your mind just can't oh
2: my god it. oh so you so like that,
1: that became my anxiety thing that would periodically happen over like it's been seven years now since that happened so, so and, you
2: haven't had ex- you haven't or
1: you haven't I have anxiety I still have anxiety attacks. but you haven't had that
2: but you I haven't, haven't had...
1: like been in ICU in seven years since that episode oh my whatever. god so, yeah so anyway Anyway, so that was that's been like the biggest like challenge over the last seven years is like being very is trying to like continue with a normal life but not let anxiety like change my life or like lessen. So when you say
2: anxiety because I, I understand this so much. Yeah. When you say anxiety are you like heart racing, um yeah. sweaty palms like like shaking yeah, like, a little bit. Yeah, like
1: feeling like hey do i need to call like 911, yeah. and call my like parents. Like a panic, a panic like, attack. Like but, yeah, like who who do i need to call because i'm not going to make it tonight, like that kind of even anxiety. Even though it's,
2: Oh my and that's though, still like you get
1: that sometimes? Oh yeah, it comes up every few months or something like, you know. Um, but you start, but your logic, which is so slow, I'm like, how dumb am I, dumb? I like to not be able to control my mind? But, but you,
2: can. you can't. You can't control can. that. It's really you can't weird. It. So because you're like, it, over it, the it,
1: years, I'm like, well, it's been seven years since it right, happened. right. So every year that goes by, I'm like, well, okay, it's been this long, so I must be fine. And so you like, go but back to this it, very it, basic but it, logic, but then comes. you still feel yeah. it. Yeah, it's really weird.
2: There, When I was in, uh, in college in Boston, I had two times panic attacks that yeah. were so debilitating that I went to the ER, sure. and I'm like, so something's wrong with me and then every time like, I was in the ER so anytime a yeah. trauma came in like someone's yeah. bleeding I'm like it's, my heart's racing yeah. so they wouldn't let me yeah. go like they yeah. wouldn't let me leave and I, I don't have panic attacks anymore hopefully knock on wood but I ha- I'm on yeah. Zola, but i on Zoloft, but I get anxiety like yesterday I re- yeah. hadn't had it in so long and like your heart's racing and mm-hmm. you feel like you're dying yeah basically. exactly but people that don't have out. it don't get it
1: yeah like, no I like no I, one gets it I would it. be if, very before it happened to me I've been very insensitive to oh, it. I'd like, yeah. I'd be like you know I'm like tough military guy like suck it up like why are you so like week like just get your mind it's a mind thing just get over it you know but now after it became a reality for me I'm like wow well I understand people with depression and anxiety are yeah. going through it's, it's, first a, it's, hand. it's
2: not you and can't control it it's all in you can't your head can't just no. switch off
1: the subconscious brain like you can't mm-hmm. have 100% control of it at all mm-hmm. times you can't so no
2: really oh my weird. god you're you're wow have you like you so you're open about that obviously yeah really. yeah Absolutely. people probably appreciate that because whenever I even say the smallest thing on Instagram or whatever about anxiety people are right away like responding oh my God, like, yeah, yeah. T- like people have more people than we, than we know. Sure. Suffer from.
1: Well, I think it's a growing number too, because of our culture and our, you know, everybody's getting a leash uh, attached with their yeah, phones yeah. and with other people and right. with relationships and everything's at your thumbs and completely it becomes like this internal connection to you and yeah. you cannot break away from it no, and it's, it's, finds it's a peaceful spot. So I think that's, I think it's important for people to keep, you know, for their own health to keep um, some meditation, some type of you know, yeah. faith to keep something where they can find a peaceful spot and be able to get there quick because yeah. the world that we're in is just like the storm of
2: well, just... Well, everything's right at your fingertips. It's Stimulation, negative or
1: positive or whatever. I've been but.
2: reading recently. I know we're supposed to be doing rapid fire, but this is more yeah. exciting to me, uh, more important. But I've been reading recently or watching videos of like former CEOs of Facebook sure. that are saying when they built Facebook and all these social media channels, they were doing it to program us. Like the, the dopamine hit you get from yeah. getting a notification right. is the same at, or slightly lower than like being on cocaine, right? Like, exactly. and it's and I'm totally addicted to my phone, 100% sure. admit sure. it. And it's it's but it's the cause, I think, of so much anxiety and so much of it what you're saying. It's, it definitely
1: fuels that fire, 100%.
2: it's yeah. And you're you're in it, like, yeah. you're in it more than any of us. Okay, so now we're gonna go back to rapid fire, we're gonna get <laughs> back to the fun stuff. Okay, so oh, um, this is silly because yeah. it sounds so silly, but, okay, salty or sweet?
1: <laughs> I got a sweet tooth.
2: Oh, do you? Yeah, What's your really favorite do. candy?
1: Mm. Favorite candy? God. Swedish
2: fish? Do you get it? No, no. Do you get it? Do you get it, though? But do you get the joke?
1: Well, it would be if I was on Winter Games still. but I'm going <laughs> to
2: let that go. My friend actually let was like, go. you should have Swedish fish for Oh, him. my like, God. Oh, no. Wow,
1: your, but, friend, your friend is savage. Wow, listen to that.
2: I know, right? That's awesome. I know. Um, yeah. Wait. Um, okay, so you're, you're... Wait, so what's your favorite...
1: Your sweet Man, game? I I love uh, watermelon Sour Patch Kids. Oh, okay. Those so you like really kind great. of like a salty sweet. Yeah, or like a like a a sour, Yes, not sour salty, sweet. not salty. Okay. But I um, also like dark chocolate. I get that all the time because I feel like it's healthy for you. It is, like it, is it is, it is. They say dark chocolate is healthy, so... Yes. Then I feel like emotionally like a clean conscience about it but I'm like that's also sweet and I love it right Right.
2: okay cool so now if you could have drinks or dinner or lunch whatever your thing is tequila I guess with anyone living or dead who would it be
1: Uh, living or dead anyone Uh, if I could have drinks with anybody man there's so many people that I would uh, oh my god I don't even know what the first one would be oh wow living or dead (sighs) what's more important living or dead people and this is where I overanalyze stuff (laughs) what a drink what a drinks lead to you know <laughs> if i'm if i'm in if they're living now it can, i've asked this question so many times there's never been this
2: response and i love that you're like really yeah, analyzing you know? that yeah, like
1: the real, I, was, I was a sociology major in college
2: okay okay so it makes sense and in the consulting
1: sense. firm i worked for we were even it was all psychology based stuff, okay so, like,
2: so how about we do if you could have drinks and
1: in living who would it be with living yeah let's, let's do, do living Let's okay. do living. yeah if it was living uh you know i think i would start with uh cuban mark cuban
2: ah okay. L- i
1: love his like tenacity and yeah, like, yeah chip on my shoulder i don't care yeah but at the same time he just kills it at life and in business and yeah it's just very straightforward and like he's kind of like my Spirit, your, spirit Is, animal, is he, yeah. like,
2: your, 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 not your, like, your... I don't, but, but, like,
1: I just love like, how, he, you takes, look up to how it, he takes on life. And right. it doesn't matter. It translates across whatever industry you're in. Like, his just tenacity for life is just okay. amazing. Okay,
2: love so, that. Yeah. And what about if someone who is deceased? Who would you uh, have
1: yeah. drinks or not? Um, you know, for me, uh, like, maybe have a beer with Jesus, you know? Uh, <laughs> I You know, I don't know who else... <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I like it. I like your answer. Tell me more you know, about I mean, not that. Not
1: everyone not not everyone would feel that way, but that's fine. No, uh, you, you
2: would you would want to have. I don't know if he would drink though.
1: we he drink some wine.
2: Okay, but not not tequila.
1: I don't know if Jesus would drink tequila, that's interesting. We'll have to ask him. I wonder if he would drink tequila. (laughs) I bet he wouldn't be opposed to it. No, I feel like he definitely wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, like, tequila is all natural. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good answer. I've never gotten that answer, I've never, that's good. Okay, so now if someone was, if there was a Luke Pell movie, like the Luke Pell movie, who would play you, or who would you want to play you?
1: Chris Pratt.
2: Ah, I love Chris Pratt.
1: Coming back with a snack. (laughs) What's my
2: snack? (laughs)
1: Chris Pratt has his best Instagram. He's, <laughs> He's great.
2: He, I love him. That's a great answer. Okay, yeah. now, okay, if tomorrow or not tomorrow, today, if today there was a plane, a jet, right outside of where we are in Rice Village, yes, to, and you were gonna get on it, where would you go? If your bags were packed, money was no issue, like where would you go in the world? Bora Bora. Have you been?
1: Peace. No, I've been there.
2: But you want, you're I just. I want to go. You they wanna have those little
1: houses with the glass floors. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. top of the water, you see the fish underneath there, and there's. A, yeah.
2: Would you go alone or with a. Oh, no. I, oh,
1: no. Definitely not go alone. <laughs> that would
2: be weird, I guess, if you went alone. <laughs> I mean, it
1: wouldn't be weird for like the Dalai Lama or whatever. He would go alone. You know, he's chilling. But you're
2: kind of like the Dalai Lama. No, I'm not like <laughs> the Dalai Lama at all.
1: No, I would go with, I would go with somebody. You, you would want to go with somebody. Oh, absolutely.
2: But right now you don't have a somebody. So who, where would you go on that plane
1: right now? Well, that means because board war, I can only go with somebody.
2: Well, you just said that. So I, I would
1: take somebody with me though. Oh,
2: Oh, not a somebody, not like a love, just like a friend.
1: Yeah, like somebody who might be a love. I mean, maybe maybe after Bora Bora, they would be... They would be
2: definitely a love. They would be loving everything. I mean, everything. you put somebody
1: on a plane to Bora Bora, I mean, <laughs> there's things that are going to be going well after that, probably. Okay, so
2: Bora Bora, I like it, I like it. Yeah. Okay, now, what are your um, three... Well, I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but your three most important qualities with, like, one word each um, in, a, in a girl. Oh, in a oh, and, and
1: a In and a, and a spouse, or In a, a spouse, significant yeah. other? The three most important. Um... I think the, the first is uh, perspective. Per- Ooh. Like, if she has perspective and a worldview that, that is... Big and large, and, yeah. and, and understands the world, understands the people around her, and why she's yeah. living her life every day. That is the biggest one for me. Second, beyond that, I think is probably uh, common sense. I love common mm, sense. Like mm-hmm, if you have mm-hmm. street smarts, if like you know, if you can figure figure out the the Rubik's cube of just day to day life. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, third, I think I just somebody that's very. Um, transparent, honest, yeah. vulnerable, you know, it's just like, this is who I am mm-hmm. and I will tell the whole world about it and be honest with you and the rest of the world. I love that.
2: Wow. You're such a good guy. You didn't once say like, Oh, like big boobs
1: or like, <laughs> you can buy those on the weekend. It's not a big deal. Buy them on Friday and I got <laughs> them on Monday. That's what people are doing these days. Let's have a Botox party, whatever. Not a big deal. <laughs>
2: Okay, best first date. You don't have to tell me who, but what was the best first date?
1: Oh, Oh, best first date? Bachelorette or whatever. Uh, A dog sled that was on wheels in the hills of Pennsylvania and a hot tub in the middle of Pennsylvania.
2: So, what was the worst first date? No, that was with
1: Jojo, which was funny. Oh, that was Jojo? Which was funny because. Do you still
2: like her? Because I think she's great.
1: Yeah, she's cool. Like, we could have got along fine.
2: But that's but what, but the, um, that's whatever. What's, that's his, whatever. Name, Rod- what's yeah, his name? Jordan Rogers. What's his name?
1: Jordan Rogers. Yeah, Jordan Rogers. Yeah, Is
2: that his name? Jordan I guess Rock. I don't know. <laughs> Are you still bitter? No,
1: <laughs> no, I'm fine. Should we call her? I'm just kidding.
2: Okay. Right, okay. Anyway. So worst first date. Oh, uh, worst
1: first So best was date?
2: First sled. Yes, of course. I'm All a bachelorette. Right. What was the worst first date?
1: Um. Ah. Uh, <sighs> Man, stop. I took a Tinder date one time before the TV show mm. happened. Tinder date with the school teacher thought it was gonna be cool. She was like a selfie ninja, like she didn't look like you know, like she didn't look like she really looked like, you know what I mean? I totally. <laughs> and know that. Yes. Like fa- I, this is even before face so it was like a lot of skill. Like she didn't like face tune herself to death. She was just like really good angles, you know. So
2: there was no what is it called, but like blemish or uh, uh Yeah, they don't have the
1: that you can't whiten your teeth, you can't change your jawline, you can't make your boobs bigger, you can't get your tan <laughs> fixed, you can't change change your hair color, change your eye color, <laughs> make your eyes larger, spread them apart. Like Facetune is ridiculous.
2: It's bad like, though, they you should not put that make, shit on Facetune. You can build I'm a tinder. person
1: from scratch and Facetune and you're like, who is this person? I don't know, they're the most beautiful person on the internet, but they're completely, 100% Facetuned every time. Um, Damn. So anyway, no, this that was the word. it was just awkward. It was just not Yeah, good. it was like Tinder date, and then you're like, eh, whatever, I'm out of here.
2: So what is your ideal first date? Like drinks and dinner or what?
1: what? My ideal first date? Oh, man. I like to have something to do. Like, uh... Bowling. Maybe... That's no, no. Not <laughs> Mini like... Mini golf? The, like, m- the most undatey thing possible. Like, like... Like... I don't know. Like, let's... Um, like... Like an event.
2: Oh, like a concert. Like... Or, well, no, not even a concert.
1: Thing. Like, I would rather go to, like, a charity gala.
2: Okay. Got it. Got it. You know? So, okay. And be like,
1: hey, let's go meet some people. Let's see how each other are in a public. Like, interact
2: with other people. Uh, right. Interact
1: with other people. You're like... You're not. It's not all about you. It's not all about this date. It's not all about just each other. But, but there's like, not
2: a charity gala every night. So what well, do there you do? is somewhere? You just well, gotta that's go <laughs> find
1: one. You know, just pick a charity and go find out when their gala is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've okay. never even said that before, so I don't even know where that came from. I just, uh, I just completely pulled that out of my ass just right now. But I so, feel
2: like I feel like. But you, I you, think that's a good. It's your gut
1: instinct.
2: Yeah, it's, no, no, it's that makes sense. It's a
1: good petri dish of, like, going and understanding somebody. It's a first date, so it's going to mm-hmm, kind of probably mm-hmm. be weird anyway. So Super weird. It's like, weird. You, it's like might, you might as well just let it go out there and just be yourself and not be focused so much on each other. I agree. Because that's what makes awkward first dates is when you're too focused on each other and you're just kind of, like, yeah. very, like, they're trying not to be too into it, but to be into it enough so they think you're into right. it.
2: Right. It's like you're but overthinking then you're, everything. then
1: you're like, well, I need to play hard I to get. I feel like you're so
2: an they, overanalyzer. They'll like me
1: more if I'm kind of a hard to get but then like if i'm but if i'm too hard to get then they're going to be like oh he doesn't like me at all so then you have to like walk this line of being like a gentleman like i'm going to text you tomorrow but not too soon i'm going to get you flowers but not too soon <laughs> And be an asshole and not get them at all either. So you don't like, have
2: to get flowers for a girl after the first date. That seems a little, it's a no, little I'm not gross. saying
1: that you would first after the first date. <laughs> I'm just saying like at some point you would be like the boyfriend, the guy that gets her flowers. Right. So like don't do it one day too soon. No, You're no. screwed. Don't do it.
2: Do you always analyze your dates like this?
1: I don't analyze my life like this.
2: I, okay, I like, like that. Like have you
1: ever watched Vince Vaughn? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's like my train of thought is Vince Swan.
2: Okay. Like you know like okay. and he
1: goes on this like a huge monologue about like why yeah, 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 something. Yeah. that's me.
2: Okay. Wow. These are fun facts. Yeah. Okay, so now, um what would be your advice for someone breaking into the music industry?
1: I got no advice. You <laughs> just crack that nut however you want to crack it because it's, I mean, it's just like any other industry. It's like a professional sports world or anything else. It's 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 much so about timing. It's yeah. about who you know. Yeah. It's about um, having a little bit of luck and the fact that, oh, well, who you met as a producer they actually have this great vibe that they add to what you're doing mm-hmm. as a creator and as your image and like there's just so many variables involved mm-hmm. like it's 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 anybody's game because you've got people like right post malone right post mm-hmm. malone he lives on the couch of his buddy who's a YouTube video gamer mm-hmm. in LA and then plays Guitar Hero and likes Guitar Hero and he just nerds out on Guitar Hero in a basement for a couple of years and then he's like oh well I'm gonna pick up a real guitar and then picks one up and then meets a couple people in LA and before you know it he's Post Malone right and people right, just love right, the fact right. that he's like everything rebellious right and like his music and then they're just rabid about him which that whole rise is more power to him. Kudos to him for what he's done as a career. But it's very, like, off-center. It's very, uh-huh. like, out of the box. And you can't just give somebody advice of how to be Post Malone. You know what I mean? Right. That just happened. Right. Or now even a more, like, current one that's, that's even... I don't even know where it's going to go. It's more fresh. It's like yeah. the yodeling Walmart kid, right? This, mm-hmm, ki- mm-hmm. this kid, grandma takes you as a nine-year-old kid to Walmart <laughs> and like you yodel this old-ass right. Hank Williams music and all of a sudden you're on the stage at Coach- main stage at Coachella. Right. You're at Stagecoach. You get signed a record deal in Nashville. You're going on a tour bus around every Walmart in the country. 5,000 people <laughs> show up just to get a selfie with you and they're chasing your bus down the parking lot. like. So I mean, okay. like maybe that's the advice I give you. Just, yeah. just be the yodel yodeling in kid. Front of yeah, learn how to yodel. Yeah, just
2: yodel. Okay, it's, it's a
1: weird business. But,
2: yeah, yeah, no, it seems it seems. That, what about advice for someone who is going on the Bachelor, or Bachelorette?
1: Uh, don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Really, though? Uh, No, it's fine. Just be... If you're gonna do that, be open-minded and be okay with whatever happens. Okay. Just go with it. Don't, but you don't like,
2: regret doing it.
1: No, I don't regret doing it. Because I got to a point, like, after I like had that near-death experience, oh, I was just yeah. kind of like, why not with life? And I really didn't care like what happened with my mm-hmm. life. I was just like, right. ah, I'll wake up today and do this. Yes I'm like, day. I could have been dead anyway. So whatever. Sure. What difference does it make? Sure. I'll just try something else.
2: Well, and it so, put everything to perspective for you. Yeah, it, so, it did. It so...
1: I just started trying things, and so I don't regret it at all. But some people, they're very, that are very like tied to like their reputation or what they yeah, want, in their life yeah. or how they want the world to see them. You go in there, and all of a sudden, you don't have control of how the world sees you. They have control over the world, sees right. you. And it's like Hunger Games, but you don't die. Yeah, right. So.
2: right well I, even i don't know i just thought of her when you were saying this like ashley like ashley i ashley, yeah. Jared, ashley owned who she was the whole fucking time <laughs> and she's still who she is and she yeah. never wavered and she got so much shit in the press right yeah. but she, she she's great she is who she is and yeah. she seems amazing and anyway no,
1: she's one of my really good friends yeah. um from the bachelor world and yeah I have a huge amount of respect for Ashley. She's great,
2: and Jared seems great. Do you know him? Yeah, I do. Yeah,
1: yeah we we've hung out a lot in the he, last couple of years, and they're I mean they're amazing. They're great people, and they were very honest with themselves yeah. about what they were looking for, and they didn't jump to conclusions and try to be one thing or versus the other. They just kind of went with it, and let the time go by, yeah. and three years later, they're together. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, They seem to be amazing. happy. So yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, okay, and your what's your favorite podcast?
1: oh my god
2: is it hashtag no filter hashtag
1: hashtag 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 no filter a
2: hundred percent yeah for (laughs) sure. okay well is there anything else like i feel like we covered a lot and i'm thank you so much for being here are you did you have a good time like do you feel like you had enough tequila do you want more tequila like how are you feeling
1: no i i've sat here look at this tray of shake shack and like the fry i think the fries and the ketchup Really, like, brought the truth out. I mean, like, brought the real meat Not out. the
2: tequila, but the fries and the, the ketchup, fries ketchup for and sure. The fries
1: and the ketchup, yeah. Yeah, oh, but great. the tequila was good. Yeah, tequila was great, too.
2: And so tonight, well, this isn't going to go up tonight, but tonight you're going to be at Irish Cowboy. So are you, tell me, are you coming on tour? Like, what, you're on tour right now.
1: Yeah, and, we're in, like, what we call festival season. Okay. Where we do a lot of, like, charity events, festivals, oh, okay. casinos, whatever. Cool. Um, we did a tour with my buddy Logan Mize uh, March, April, May. That okay. was, like, a set show with three different bands 25 shows over the country uh, now it's kind of like back into this like we'll go to Miami for July 4th, we'll come Got to Houston it. for a weekend you know that happens.
2: So okay so just they should check your website if yeah, they want website, the info yeah. so, t- so you're at Luke Powell on Instagram that's obviously it. I'm
1: sure most well, of them are Well there's a couple of underscores in there. Oh are there? Yeah what, on Instagram, Instagram is Luke underscore underscore that's two underscores. You have two underscores? Yeah.
2: Why do you not just have Luke well, Powell?
1: Some asshole with The Luke Pell, my also my name has it over in the UK somewhere. <laughs> and I tried to get it from him, and, and he, he was like, No, nah, man, he's like, I'm getting a lot of followers right now, I'm good. Oh, so, yeah,
2: he's definitely getting a lot. I'm good, bro. So, you're Luke, at Luke underscore underscore yeah. Pell, but your website's lukepell.com.
1: Lukepell.com, we got that domain.
2: That's good. Twitter Lock is,
1: is Luke Pell, no underscores. Yeah, so now I have to name my kids with. I have to check their name on Instagram to be it's, sure it's, it's available. It's valid and, and Gmail and Gmail and I Gmail. Mean, depending. Before I name them, I'm like, well, sorry, buddy, you got to have underscores or the number 27 after that. So I'm not going to name you that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you, so Irish Cowboy, keep up on his website. Thank you so much for being here. You're, enjoyed it. you're so fun. So fun. And um everyone else, subscribe to hashtag no filter and you can always find me at Julie Lauren14. Thank you so much, Rice Village District, for hosting us. This was great. And Shake Shack Luke seems to really be um the I'm he's into these prize. Right? I'm into the prize. He's he's, thank he's you. almost finished the prize. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye.